This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome into the Illini Fire Podcast. I'm Joey Wagner. We're with here here with Illinois offensive line coach Bart Miller. Bart, I'm assuming you haven't been home in a while. It's, it's, it's that time of the year on the road for you, man. How, how's that going? Yeah, we're uh, we're out and about and, and recruiting, and uh, I'm I'm chasing some linemen, but I'm also uh, into my area here with uh, in Chicago and and um, Wisconsin, Minnesota. Um, get on, get ready to go and get on a flight here out to the East Coast and. Um, you know, we're, we're very much in the middle of that spring recruiting grind. So it's good. It's, it's the first time we've been out really since, since spring of 19, um, for spring recruiting, right. Since May of 19 for spring recruiting, you know, we've, we've been out to, to go kind of talk to the guys in our class, but really not going door to door, you know, like, like we used to until, until this month. So it's been good to see some old contacts and kind of dust off the old recruiting, uh, recruiting talents i guess so we're out and about well what's the general reception when you guys go into places because this like you said it's the first time you've been able to go door to door with the block eye really for for, you know all intents and purposes yeah it's been positive um you know for much has been made about you know recruiting the state and, and the previous staff and things of that nature so um it's been very positive in illinois and um you know i think guys that you know our connections in wisconsin our connections in uh, Minnesota and, and, and some of the surrounding Midwestern states, I think it's been a, a welcome uh, site to see us walk in there because because it, we haven't been, you know, in previous staff. So um, that black eye now is, is invading Wisconsin and Minnesota and Indiana. And, um, you know, we're certainly going to have a presence in, in, in those Midwestern states. And it's been and then not to mention our our home state of Illinois. So it's uh, it's been very overwhelmingly positive. All right, without giving away which hotel chain, what's the cr- critical element to a good hotel stay when you're on the road? <laughs> I guess, I guess how many points you could rack up, but uh, no, the, um, you know, I, I like to stay at places that have uh, access to, or, you know, close by good, good places to eat. I mean, I'm the old line guy, right? So I got to be able to, got to be able to eat. And uh, um, I usually try to find a place that I can, you know, it can be kind of quiet, but I can get in and off of a of a travel expressway or or or, or some some geographic location that makes it easier for me. So, um, and then I'm very very brand loyal, very brand loyal on the road. So I try to rack up as many statuses and points and things as I can. You know, you might as well take advantage of it when you, when you can. So, but so, yeah, that's that. Those are the kind of things I look for. So, Bart, you just wrapped up year one at Illinois. You, you had such a veteran group there with Doug and V and and really Jack and Blake and, and down the line with Palcho. What, what was important for you coming out of year one? I mean, with maybe in the back of your mind knowing that a lot of these guys are going to be moving on. It's going to be a new wave year two. 
Yeah, and that's a great question, Joy. Really, the thing that I wanted to leave um, maybe some of the underclassmen with is uh, just the mentality that you have to have to play offensive line for our, in our program. And, uh, um, you know, we, we, we did a, a very, I guess, good foundational job last year trying to lay in that, that solid foundation of uh, and that mentality of physical, hard-nosed, tough, nasty trench play, line play. And uh, um, obviously, Doug, you know, was, was kind of the epitome of that and bodied that. And, and, uh, and even guys that maybe their game in the past really wasn't built around that, guys like Vidarian um, really showed flashes of that throughout the year. And obviously, they both, you know, got drafted. And, and so you saw the fruits of kind of their labor and, and uh, the sacrifices and just um, even, even, you know, Paltrow going off and coming back and, um, you know, kind of his renewed purpose here. And you saw some guys uh, in the spring like Jordan Slaughter and, and Pilstrom that really um, have embraced that mentality. And I don't know in the past if, if they really did. And so, uh, and they, that's not fair to say, but, but they certainly um, are, are very much a part of that now and, and believe that now. And, and that was one thing I think we, we wanted to do um, in our room is, is just lay that foundation, the expectation. This is what it takes to play dominant offensive line play um, at the University of Illinois. And, and, and so that, I think, has the, the legacy that those guys have left is really positive. So, How important for you, I mean, on the field, there's any number of things that, that are good about having Palcho back. But when you look at bringing in five true freshmen, to have a guy who's been around and who can maybe carry on some of those legacy things that you talk about, how big of a deal is that big picture two years down the line, three years down the line for a Joey, a, a Hunter to learn from Palcho early on? I think it's critical and, and it's certainly a welcomed relief, you know, or, or maybe a welcomed addition. Paltrow coming back, he, he, he has this, uh, I mean, he's got a, he's, he's, he's trained this some this off season. He's got a new body, so to speak, right. That he hasn't had and a healthy Paltrow. And, uh, and not only that, but he, he's got this motivation um, seeing guys that he's played with go on and get drafted, you know, three in the last two years that he's played with got drafted and Jack had a chance with the Steelers and, so you saw him, uh, you see him have, see those guys have success. He came back with this renewed purpose, but he also has a, a stronger leadership quality about him that, that uh, maybe he didn't have to have in the past because of guys like Doug and Vidarian. Uh, so it's been good for Palcho, but it also, you know, he's, he's able to, to um, really show, like you said, Joey Hunter, um, some of those other, you know, guys coming in, even some of the guys that were joined us mid year, like Isaiah and Zai, right. Uh, just, you know, uh, the, the level of, of commitment that a, a senior can offer, right? A, a, an experienced guy can offer, um, you know, how, how he prepares both mentally and physically, um, how he's grown and improved and developed, right? I mean, he came in and played as a freshman. This, some of these guys that we're bringing in, you know, they expect we're not bringing them in to, to sit the bench. We're bringing them in to compete and to develop and to get better. And Paucho has shown that throughout his career. So uh, I think it's, it's just a, a tremendous value to have a guy like him, an experienced guy like him, um, a Midwest guy like him, a hard-nosed, tough guy like him uh, to, to kind of lead the way in that room. Is seven guys in one class, is that a, is that a personal high for you as an O-line coach? I mean, that's a lot of guys. <laughs> yeah, it's probably up there. Um, may, Maybe Air Force, we had a few more <laughs> just because yeah. of the level of recruiting. But, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a big number coming in.
What's important for those five true freshmen when they get here in the summer? What was kind of important for their development as you work into fall camp? I mean, start there, obviously, and, and getting into fall camp. Uh, well, they got to learn, you know, they got to kind of be a sponge, but, but not get over, um, I, I, you know, not get over exhausted by it, not get kind of overwhelmed by it. They need to, you know, understand that this, it is a process. And if they focus on, you know, one, one small detail to improve and, and, and continue to build on that development process, um, they're going to have a lot more success and a lot faster than just to try to drink out of a, out of a fire hydrant, you know? And, and so, um, it's, it's, it's important for them to come in and, and understand that, that it is not, you know, it's not high school anymore. It, it's major college football. It's the big 10. There is an expectation, um, and, and bring that work ethic, everything that we saw throughout the recruitment process. Now this is their time, um, you know, really to, 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 to grow and to build off of those things and, 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 uh, um, and then learn as much as they can in the weight room, obviously in the development physical side of it, but then also pick up you know, take advantage of this summer, pick, pick up on some of the techniques, pick up on uh, some of the playbook and the terminology so that they can hit the ground running when we start, you know, full fall camp. Well, let's circle back to the JUCO kids, Isaiah and Zai. What stood out about them now that you've had a little time after spring practices to, to digest what they were able to do during that span? Both very impressive spring um, performances by both of them, right? Uh, I, Isaiah came in... Um, you know, very, very technically advanced, uh, you know, his technique, his fundamentals. Um, he, he's obviously been well coached, um, it, it, very impressed by the way he had this foundation of, of good offensive line techniques and fundamentals. Um, and he was, he's very willing to learn. He's, he shows good, great leadership qualities. Um, I was very, very pleased with him, you know, and, and his work ethic and devotion, uh, to, to, to become the best that he's capable. And, and, uh, you know, it showed with the way he played all spring and, and really where he finished on the depth chart and, and things like that nature. So I'm very, very uh, excited about, you know, that part from Isaiah. Um, and then Zai really is the same way. Zai was a little more raw than, than Isaiah from a technique standpoint and a fundamental standpoint. But Zai has tremendous physical abilities, got tremendous skill set and talent and um, obviously, is, you know, great size and, and things of that nature. But the thing I, I liked about Zai is, is he's very coachable. Um, and willing, you know, both of them are very willing and, and, and versatile. They're willing to just do, do what you need to, to, to help the team. And, and sometimes you, you never quite know um, when, when you go through a recruitment with, a, with an upperclassman, with, a, with an experienced guy, with a junior college guy, a transfer guy, um, you know, how that's going to mesh with the rest of your unit um, it, because there is some of that previous experience. And, and both those guys came in you know, endeared themselves to the unit, endeared themselves to the team. They work hard. They're tough. They're physical. They're everything that we look for. Um, very, very excited about both of them. So for those of us who need like summer content and putting out pre-depth charts and post-depth charts, you guys make it hard for us on the line because you have a lot of guys who can play a couple <laughs> positions. But like, where does that stem yeah. from, that philosophy of, you know, guard tackle versatile, versatility, guard center? Like when your background and, you know, just maybe knowing Brett, where, where does that come from? Well, you, you got to be able to play multiple positions because uh, you need to be able to put the best five on the field. And, and um, that, that maybe you might have a, a tackle um, or your, your backup tackle might be one of your best players. And, and uh, you know, what good is it him sitting on the bench when he, he could potentially play another position, you know? And, and, and the skill sets that we use, some of our, our combination blocks, some of our, um, 
different types of concepts and things, you know, they, they can at times uh, be very similar to one another, right? And um, a guard tackle combination is going to be, you know, in theory, very similar to a center guard combination. And so the skill sets remain the same in some of our concepts. So uh, just being able to, to plug and play different guys when injuries happen, um, you know, you got to be able to, to, to adapt. And, and so um, that's kind of where that all stemmed from was, was getting got their best on the field. And, uh, and then also helping improve um, the, the, the fundamentals of the, each individual player so that he does have a chance at the next level. Right. And, and uh, we've had guys that have played tackle for us and just like, you know, high school to, to college, the college game to the NFL, you know, they had the versatility to move inside or a guy that, you know, could play, um, center guard, both guard spots and the center spot, right? How much more versatile are you at the next level uh, when you can play all three interior spots and, and a team can can draft you like like Doug, they can draft Doug and, and he can play three interior spots, you know, as opposed to picking up three different individualized players, right? And so um, it's no different with us. And, and so we, we have, uh, love Love guys that have value in multiple positions, but but um, it's more the skill set and the mentality than anything. And is that the biggest change with your group outside of the experience, just having more of that versatility? Like in my mind last year, you had like Doug was a center to me and V was spent most of his time at tackle. Like, is that the biggest difference year one to year two for your group? Um, probably, I, I you know, I think, um, you know, the, 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 we're continuing to improve the roster, improve the talent in that room and, and things of that nature. Um, you know, it's, it's another year in, in tanks program and, and coach B's program and um, in, in the development. So the physical development, you'll see guys that are big, Julian will be bigger and Jordan will be bigger pill. All those guys, Palcho, right. It's a perfect example. And then some of those young freshmen, right. Like Josh Getsky and, and, and Kruitz and Barlev and, and some of those guys that are continuing to get bigger and stronger. So I think you'll see a lot of, of improvements physically uh, from one to two. Um, you know, hopefully they will be a, a much more aware football team, right? I mean, we, we ask our guys to, to be smart, tough, and dependable. And, and so, um, you know, that carries over to the football IQ piece, the defensive awareness piece. And, um, and the more they're learning about football and, and, and becoming better football players, uh, hopefully that 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 um, that shows in the way they play on the field, right? And so um, I think you'll see a, a variety of, of improvements in from one to two, and um, certainly that's what we're striving for. Talk about looking different. Like if you, if freshman year Pilstrom walked into your office right now, I don't know if you would recognize him. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Um, he he's done a tremendous job, uh, and and the things that that he's gone through and, and the experiences he's gone through both before we got here and, and after we got here, and what we've asked him to do. And um, I'm very proud of him and very proud of, of his work ethic and his willingness to, um, to, to, to do what we've asked him and, and to plug and play and learn a new spot and, and play all five if he has to, apparently. So um, he, he's, he's, he's definitely an asset to our program and we're very happy to have him. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. So I want to talk a little bit about your path here. Like, I, I don't know that we have it maybe early on in that Zoom presser, but it was like you meeting 15 strange new faces through a screen. Like, I don't know if that was the most, the most comfortable. So well, what, who, everyone seems like they have somebody who, who kind of nudged them down this path, like this coaching path. Who, who was that for you? How did you know that this was your path that you wanted to take? Well, I, I think it starts a long time ago when I first started playing the game and, and uh, my dad would take me to Nebraska football games. I grew up in Nebraska. And so I used to go watch Tom Osborne and, and uh, his line coach was named Milt Tenniper, who's a, uh, he's, he's since passed, but was a legendary old line coach. And um, Frank Solich, who I ended up working for, Craig Bull, who I ended up working for, like, I used to watch them um, coach on the sideline because I knew I wanted to be around the game. I knew I wanted to play college football. Um, knew, knew this is what I wanted to do from a very young age and, and uh, um, you know, wanted to take the game as far as I could, but then wanted to be in, in some form of leadership role and, and what better way to do that? You know, my dad coached the, the, my, my Little League baseball team. And, and, and so I was around, um, you know, men that, that tried to uh, make me better um, in sports and in life and, and things. And then I would, would watch and, and, and my dad would take me to, film sessions as a as a kid I remember going to uh, watch Milt Tenniper talk about the the film sessions in this little Catholic church here in, in, in Omaha on Wednesday nights during the football season and he he would bring a pitcher of beer in the bottom basement of this church and watch um, watch the game tape like a coach from the from the from the end zone angle and he'd talk about different combinations and and pancakes and and all this kind of stuff and I you know here I am a nine-year-old boy and just just eating it up right and and I bought his book like how many nine-year-old boys buy an, an offensive line manual you know and um but that was that was what I that was me and that was what I, I loved I loved this game I loved this position and and uh um you know and, and then as I as I got into school uh and played I played for a guy by the name of Bob Bostad who's now the O-line coach at Wisconsin and um you know Bob was a was a uh, a hard man to play for, but, but he also gave me my start as a, as a graduate assistant and um, yeah, up in Wisconsin with coach B. And, and then um, when he moved on, I, I was obviously fortunate enough to be promoted um, in 2012 with, with coach Bielema. So I, and, and, and then those, those things that, that we did as a player and, and those things I carry over to, to my coaching today and, and uh, the things I've learned from, from coach B um, as a mentor, as a colleague, as a friend, as, um, obviously, a, in, in, uh, a guy that I work for now and head coach. And um, I, I've had so many influences uh, that I've taken from people, both good and bad, but, but um, way more good, uh, way more positive than, um, than, than the other. And, and I'm just very, very fortunate to have been around some great coaches that have helped steer me uh, down this path. And, you know, I, it really kind of cements the things that I believed in as a player, believed in as a coach. And, um, you know, we're, we're, we're having success doing those things. And, and so, um, that, that's really kind of my path is, is I, I take influences from, from a lot of people that have, uh, you know, affected me in, in this game, even, even guys, when I was going through the recruiting process, I recruit, um, the way I like to be recruited, 
you know, and, and, uh, um, have that genuineness, I think about the way I go about my business. And, um, there's an honesty, a transparency, and it's not always what you want to hear, but, but I, I think it's appreciated at times when, um, when you are speaking very, very honestly to people. And so, um, there's just so many influences in this game that, that, that I've been fortunate enough to be around and, and too many to name, but, um, you know, very, very fortunate. And, and, and they've guided me in this direction. How many times have you read that book? Quite a few. It's in my, it's in my office now. It's got notes in it and all kinds of things. There's some things that are a little outdated. We don't do a lot of it, but there's the mentality piece is very much real. You know, our, our knockdown trophy and cup and, and, and the way we chart knockdowns and things. I mean, all that stuff stems from, you know, the, the, those old mentalities and, and uh, you know, the way the way we let our guys compete and, and, and cut it loose. You know, we don't want them to make, you know, we don't want them to be afraid to make mistakes. We want them to play hard. I mean, we'll correct mistakes, obviously, but, but you know, they can't be paralyzed by, by fear of making a mistake. And, um, you know, it's sitting up there. It might even be signed by him. I have to look. I don't remember, but it might. I probably caught stalked him after a game one time and had him had him autograph it probably that's one of the few autographs probably I, I ever have you know but um yeah it, it very much very much in that world right the great great online coaches uh I'm a fan of the game I'm a fan of coaches um and 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 great online coaches and, and so very um very passionate about it I don't know like the way the world's changed I don't know that we would see a college coach go with a pitcher of beer to the basement of a church and, and do film stuff. Like, I don't know that you'd see that today. Well, we might, we might have to work that out in Champagne if somebody's listening. We'll uh, we'll see if we can't get something like that going. Maybe it might be at my house. Who knows? But uh, no, you, you probably won't see that much anymore. <laughs> That's probably yeah. frowned upon. That's probably frowned upon nowadays. Uh, the recruiting thing that you touched on, the way that you like to be recruited, like was, was that imminent? Like when you're 17, 18, like this is working for me or was it after the fact where you were like, okay, I probably gravitated towards that because of this. Does that, that make sense? Yeah. I um, like a lot of kids these days and, and a lot of kids, I, I was a, I was a mid-major just below the, the big 10 uh, line, you know, I, I was, um, but so you got kind of caught in this, in this world where you wanted more um, and it was right at the time. And, and um, you know, guys that I've, I've since talked with like edgy Tim in the state and he was, he had his website out and, and there was not social media, but there was uh, rivals was just kind of picking up and there was, there was some, some tracking of, of offers and some tracking of commitments and, um, you, you got very, uh, very highs and lows with, with, you know, your recruitment. Cause there'd be days where you, you know, you'd hear from a coach and you're thinking, okay, this is, this is so exciting. This is great. I'm going to go here. And then there'd be days where you don't hear from a coach and, and, and the, the guy down the street got an offer or something of that nature. Right. And, and so the same struggles that some of these kids go through today and, um, you know, maybe not quite as in your face as it is now with social media, but, um, you know, I remember going through you know, that process. And it is a, it's a, an incredibly rewarding process, but uh, what, what I had to remember, and I tell kids this now is your recruitment is your own. And if you worry about making yourself the best player, you can be not chasing an offer, not chasing uh, what the guy down the street or the rival school is doing, but making yourself great, the, this recruitment will take care of itself and, and it will work out in the end. And, and uh, um, you know, so I, I remember being very, Guys, I you know guys guys that I worked with later in, in my career, uh, Ron Vanderland is a is a tremendous 
uh, influence at, when I was at Air Force, and but he recruited me at Penn State, and I remember the way he recruited me, and he was very genuine, very honest. I always knew where we stood, uh, and I, I respected him for that, and and then got a chance to work with him later in my career, and and, and just the um, the way he went about his business, the professionalism that, that he coached with and, and recruited with, um, I think really, really uh, was was a shining example for me in the way to recruit, and and so. Um, I try to take pieces of that. The guy I signed, Ose Lewis, who was a, a, a an Illinois assistant under under Coach Turner, um, recruited me initially to Illinois, and then and then and I went to New Mexico with him, and uh, he was a tremendous influence on me. Um, and he's since uh, passed away, but um, tremendous influence in the way he recruited and the way he handled his his business. So I think just um, the 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 examples that some of these great coaches have have left, not just on the field, not just in the way they run their meetings, but the way they handled their, their day-to-day and every aspect of the profession. I, um, it, it certainly, it certainly rubs off on you and, and it, it's what hasn't really affected me and, and, and mentored me through this. Trying, it feels like trying to get kids to focus just on their recruitment has got to feel like rolling a boulder up a hill sometimes. Like it's just, that's no yeah. knock on people. Like it's just kind of the way that social media human has nature. taken this thing. That's right. It's human nature. And, and, you, I mean, even I, I pull up a Twitter or, or something and it's just boom, 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 right, right there, you know, and, and um, it's very hard at a kid that age, you know, and, and, and all the social pressures and all the new things that they're dealing with and, and um, what's real, what's not. And, you know, there's, there is, um, there's a lot of new things that, that, that you have to kind of ad- adapt to in, in today's world because of technology. It's a blessing and a curse, obviously, but uh um, yeah, it's very difficult. It's very difficult for, for a young man to do so. Yeah, I, I want to go to 2012. Like this is if I did my math right, you're 27, taking over as the O-line coach at Wisconsin. And like at this point, Wisconsin is like full Wisconsin right now. This isn't like the early stages of it. Like that, that had to, was there an intimidation factor? It just feels like a lot for your first full-time job, you know, getting into that. Um. I, I don't know. I might sound kind of crazy. I wasn't intimidated at all. Um, I, 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 I played in a very, uh, I played in that system, right? I played for, for coach Bostad. Um, I knew that offense very well. I knew what we needed to do up front. Um, coach B put a tremendous amount of faith in, in me and uh, confidence in me. And that, that gives you confidence. That gives you um really this this uh I guess for lack of a better term a swagger I knew what we needed to do coach B knew what we needed to do and and uh you know he 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 coach Alvarez they you know the 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 coordinators the rest of the staff um you know all trusted me with that and and I felt like I had a duty to 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 perform and to live up to that and um you know when you've got a a group of of guys that we had that unit was very close um they were very loyal um, and, and they, they had the ability and, and, um, they just needed a little bit of guidance, um, and, and redirection. And, uh, I knew what we needed to do. And, and so, um, when, when I was afforded that opportunity and, and coach B trusted me with that, uh, we hit the ground running and, and, uh, um, really it, we just continued to get better and better and better as the year went on. And I think that gave us more confidence and, and, and then to coach B's credit, right. I mean, a, a good leader, um, you know, hires good people and, and, and expects them to do their job. And that's, that's what he did. It, and he hired me and then told me to go do my job and expected that and trusted that I would. And um, it really allowed you to play and to coach, allowed the guys to, to play a little more freely, allowed me to coach 
um, the way I know, I know how, and, and, and I, I made mistakes of course, along the way, I'm still, you know, growing and learning. I think you do that throughout your career, but, um, really a, a, just, a uh, a, a great, a great, um, you know, man to work for a great situation to, to a very difficult situation, but, but, you know, a, a great opportunity to, to come into that. And, and, and sure enough, we had success and it's really helped me throughout my career. Yeah. How did that, that first experience there in 2012, how did that shape you moving forward? Um, that's a, that's a great question. I, I, you know, we handled, we had to handle a lot of difficult situations, um, and, and big time games, high pressure situations, um, making adjustments, right. You, it's one thing when, when you're the graduate assistant and, and you see something and you, and you make a comment to a coach or, you know, you're, you're kind of in the background helping, it's quite another when you're having to make that decision. And so um, I just think the level of confidence that it gave me to, to, to go ahead and, and, and execute tough decisions, make tough choices mid game, make adjustments on the sideline, growing that trusting, learning to trust your players, learning to, to, to work with your players, not just, you know, bark out uh, because that's what it says in the playbook, right? There's, there's yeah. a, a difference. What happens in the game, right? Things change. It, 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 it nothing's going to go according to plan. So you got to be able to make an adjustment. You have to be able uh, to adapt and, 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 and get those things corrected, make, get the mistakes corrected. There's going to be a pressure that, that, that you're not ready for that you didn't see before. And um, you know, I, I think all that, in those situations, you're playing Ohio State when you're playing Michigan State and um, in these big time games or when you go to the Big Ten Championship, right, and uh, the Rose Bowl and, and all those kind of things when you learn how to, to, to work under pressure, adapt under pressure. Um, I think that just that set me up for, for everything else that, I, that was to come along, you know, um, yeah. and I learned a tremendous amount. I was around some great guys and guys that ended up uh, I worked with later again. Right. I mean, Andy Boo was on that staff and Terrence Jamison was on that staff and, and uh, I ended up working later on for Charlie Partridge, who was the line coach on that staff. And, um, you know, just a, uh, obviously coach B, right. I mean, he, he's the, the, the kind of the architect of it all. Right. And brought us all back together. So it just, there's so many Mark Tursani. I mean, there's, and just learn what a professional environment really is a professional um, working football organization is really all about and, and a high level division one program. So um it, it, it set me up for my entire career. I got to ask, because we always see the, the camera on the TV during the Rose Bowl, the sunset, or, or whatever the case may be during that game. Do you notice that during a game? Like, is it, I know you guys got a lot of stuff to focus on, but at any point, did you look up like, oh, shoot, like, that's, that's pretty cool. The, the, the one time in my entire career that that has happened was, uh, was in the Rose Bowl in 2012. We were playing Stanford, and, and there was a time late in the game um, I, I, we were down, uh, and, and we got the ball back with four or five minutes left and, and, uh, we had to drive down the field and, and I pulled the line over, um, to the sideline and I gave him like a pep talk and a, a, another tip and reminder. I don't remember what was called, but I, I'm, I, I said something to him and then sent him out on the field. And before I left, I said, let us go win the Rose bowl. And as they left, as they ran out onto the field, you know, Travis Frederick, Ricky Wagner, Ryan Groy, they're all running out and I'm. And I looked up through them and I saw the lights, I saw the crowd. And that was my kind of breathless, oh man, moment, right? And uh, that was the wow moment. And, and that was the one time in my entire career where I actually looked at the crowd and was like, this is, this is pretty surreal. This is, this is pretty awesome. And uh, um, I, I just, that sticks out. It was, it's very, um, you know, it was a young coach and, and, and it was the one time in my career where it really, uh, I, it made me kind of pinch myself like this is a dream come true.
did, did you mean to look or did you just happen to kind of find your like, I just happened I just happened yeah I just happened to look up through them and, and it, it the lights kind of caught me and the scoreboard kind of caught me and I looked at it and then I kind of took a deep breath like wow okay that just that just happened you know and um kind of crack a smile and then, and then you had to get very quickly back to the to the task at hand right but it uh I, th that to me sticks out as a moment in my career where um it, you know very very much a, a surreal moment i won't keep you i know you probably got a flight to catch i have one more so so you're in yeah. brett calls you to take you know for this job you decide to take it i'm sure in your mind you thought this this might be what it's going to be like to work with this guy again. Maybe you had, I don't know if maybe you had scenarios or just kind of a thought of what it could be. How has, how did year one maybe match up with, with what you envisioned as you were in the car coming to Champaign? Um, that, it's a good question. I, I, obviously, I think uh, Coach B has, has, has grown too and, and matured too. And, um, you know, we all have in our own careers. I mean, that was 10 years ago when I was with him and, and, uh, or nine years ago, you know, when I was with him last, but um, it, it has been um, a goal of mine, uh, a dream of mine to be back on, uh, with him again. Uh, he was obviously a tremendous influence on my career and, and the things I learned, um, not only just in football, but the way to, to, to structure a practice, the way uh, teaching progressions, um, organization of things, right? I mean, all, all that stuff early on in your career that you learn, I, I learned under him. And so uh, I've carried that with me every stop of the way. And, and now to be back um, and, and that there's, there is that familiarity, there is that knowledge of, okay, this is what he expects. This is what, um, you know, the program's built off of. And, uh, it, you know, that, that was, that was incredibly welcomed. I was, I was, I was so much looking forward to that. And, um, you know, it, it, things that, that you remember from those times and, um, some things that you forgot that you're like, oh yeah, I remember this now. And, um, you know, but being back with some of those guys that we worked with, you know, even support roles like Mark Tursani again, you know, who, who is just the best in the business at, at what he does. And, um, I mean, just that, that familiarity again, and the trust that I think that that fosters with the staff, that's very important. And, uh, um, you know, I, so I, I, that, that was everything that he thought, I mean, and, and then, he, like I said, he's grown and matured. He's learned things too at not only Arkansas, but in, in under Belichick in New England. And, you know, so there's some new things too and, and some new stuff that, that you know, the, the, the game's changed, right? With recruiting and, and the portal and, and things. So the way you have, we have to run some things is different. And, and just there's just constant growth and, and learning every day and the challenge of, 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 of that every day, which is exciting, you know, and, and uh, um, he, he pushes you. Uh, the game pushes you to be better. Your players push you to be better. There's a whole new set of challenges now that didn't exist uh, 12 years ago, um, you know, with social media, with, you know, some of the, the societal things, mental health and, um, you know, just so many different things that, that, that are, uh, you know, uh, the, the kids, um, the things that they're faced with, the, the academics and, you know, then Illinois has its unique rewards and unique challenges as well, you know, and there's just, it's very, very exciting every day. I love, I love coming to, to work because um, it, it, is, it is a little bit of an adventure, but at the same time, there's a job to do, and, and everybody on that staff knows it, and, and, and everybody on that staff holds yourself, each other to a very high standard, and when you're around like-minded people like that, um, we're a very rare breed, you know, the, what we do for a living and what we, the mentality of which we operate with, and, and when you're around people that, that share those same visions and goals, uh, wonderful things can happen and, and, and we push each other to be better. And, and that's what coach B and his staff, our staff have done. And so that, 
that's the thing I think I, I look back on year one and, and think, you know, this staff is, is, um, is, is very hardworking. They're very competitive. They're ambitious. Uh, they're trustworthy. We hold each other accountable. We're all in it for a common purpose, a common vision, obviously under Coach P's guidance and leadership. And, you know, we're working to, to do something pretty special here at Illinois. And, and, and I'm very proud to be a part of that. So when I look back on year one, uh, that's, that's kind of what I think of. It seems like you guys as an offensive staff, and definitely the whole staff, but offensive staff, seems like you guys have a lot of a lot of cohesion. And then beyond that, don't you guys have a lot of, like, the kids are, give or take, pretty similar in age, right? Like, your guys' own kids? Yeah, yeah, for the most part. Um, I, I think, uh, really, Ben Miller's kids are just a few years older than, than ours, but Gio and mine are the same age. Uh, CP's not too far. Um, you know, Barry's kids are, are uh, junior high-esque, you know, but there's lots of young kids in, in, in you know, Kane, Kevin Kane has, has young, three young kids that are, that are the same age as mine. And, um, you know, Terrence Jamison the same way, Ryan Walters the same way. So a lot of us have, have going through the same stages of life too, you know, and, and uh, coach B's got young kids. And, and so um, it, it's a, it's a very uh, energetic staff, young staff. You have to be right with, with all the little ones running around, but, there is a common purpose of being good men, being good fathers too. And that's not always the case on staffs. You get some guys sometimes on staffs that, you know, maybe don't share the same values that you do. And, and that's one thing really nice about our staff is that we are uh, a staff that, that cares about uh, not only our kids, but our players being good men, being good husbands, being great coaches, being um, good leaders and, and, and obviously working for a common purpose. So, um, it is. It's a very cohesive group. Our offensive staff, I think, is growing more cohesive. Coach Lonnie um, has, has really done done a great job uh, coming in and, and, and doing those, you know, building that staff up as well, and and uh, you know, having some fun and, and, and doing that kind of stuff. So it's it's uh, it's exciting. I'm looking forward to year two, Joey. Really, really am. Awesome, Bart. I appreciate it, man. I know you got a lot going on, so I appreciate you carving out about a half hour. So I had a lot of fun. Thank you. Absolutely, buddy. Thanks for thanks for having me on. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.